This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 46, how to prep for prepositions in change over time, task one questions. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we are here to show you how to get the seven that you need on your next IELTS exam. Subscribe to our show and join Jessica Beck, the examiner of excellence, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer. Coming to you from Portland, Oregon, and Boston, Massachusetts, USA. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how to use prepositions correctly on the writing test. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Jessica, what's going on? Hey, Lindsay, what's up? Welcome back, welcome back. Glad to be here. <laughs> Always glad to be in the IELTS Energy space, radio space. <laughs> the radio space. <laughs> on the radio waves of IELTS Energy. I love it. Best Ooh, place to be. <laughs> surfing the way. Okay, no, I could just go on with that, but I won't. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we could go on and on, but let's dive in. So what are we talking about today, Jessica? Okay, so I, um, in my classes and when I'm grading papers, uh -huh. um, one of the biggest difficulties I notice, like biggest grammar difficulties are is when to use the time prepositions, like specific oh. time prepositions. Um, one question I get asked a lot by students is during, how to use that word during. Mm. So for example, a sentence I might see a student write would be like, um, uh, the population increased during 1950 to mm -hmm. 1956. Oh, that's a really common mistake, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So what, so what's wrong there, Lindsay? How would you yeah. correct that? So usually when we talk about during, I talk about a period of time, right? Not really an amount of time. So we yeah. talk about, for example, during the summer, I like to go biking during the summer or during the winter or during my vacation. What about exactly. you, Jessica? How would you talk about during? Yeah. So when I tell, when I correct this for my students, I try to, to have them memorize that during can only be followed by one number. Like mm. what, just one thing. You cannot one connect thing. it to anything else, right? Mm. So on, um, writing task one, the change over time essay, we have, mm -hmm. we use these prepositions a lot, okay. but it's not just in writing. It's also when you're talking about yourself, like speaking part one, you know, you're talking about mm. your personal experience, speaking part one and two. You could say, um, I've been, like, I've, st I started studying English, um, during my childhood. Oh, or okay. something like that. So it does come up a lot on the test in the speaking and the, the writing. So yeah, just remember, guys, that you can't connect during to anything else. So mm, has to be um, one single word after. I like that way of explaining it. That's a good one. 
Yeah. Um, so I try to like <laughs> make my students like chant with me. <laughs> like, um, I've, I've written little songs before, but of course I can't think of them now, but just try and memorize the, uh, from to between and. Oh, wow. From yeah. to between and. Yeah, and we know this is something that our listeners struggle with in general conversation. So, of course, when it comes to the IELTS, it's going to be especially difficult, right? And I know that in other episodes where we talked about not over-obsessing about grammar, right? But these, right. this would be a good way to maximize your time by focusing on these particular grammar points. Exactly, exactly. Um, if you have too many grammar mistakes, it could knock your grammar down to a five. Mm. Um, and these sort of like... It, I, these sort of easy mistakes are, they're very noticeable to a teacher or an examiner. Like mm. they just, they jump out. I would say these time prepositions and verb tense in that writing task one, these are the two things that if you focus on these two things, the, the, these are the majority of the grammar mistakes that oh. students make. So if you get these two things correct in your head, right, before the test, you could get a seven on grammar because Ooh. the right because you won't have these these common mistakes that everybody makes so yeah. really find a way just to memorize this so during is a period of time during the 1980s mm-hmm. during the first decade mm-hmm. during the last period of time mm-hmm. and what phrases ab- what about mm-hmm. if we want to use the word while how would that be different? Is there an opportunity to use that word, for example, oh, on the goodness. test? Yeah, mm, yeah. Not really. I'd say I'd say more. Yeah, no, definitely. I'd say more in speaking than writing. Actually, mm. um, in writing task one. I would have a short list of prepositions and only use those just to mm. make sure you're using these things correctly. Okay. So don't, right? So um, for writing task one, during and then from to like from 1986 to 1992, mm. and then between and, between May and February or something. Okay. So those are the ones that we want to really focus on and prepare with. Yeah. But while, yeah, so when do we use while, Lindsay? Mm -hmm. So usually I would use it in a more complete sentence, right? Mm -hmm. So while I was in high school, I attended summer camp, for example. Exactly, yeah. Mm. So this is really useful in speaking part one and two. I think you'll, you can definitely use this in speaking part one and two. But with while, I think it's really important to, to, um, practice it in, in the specific circumstance of like, while I was da da da, like mm. while past continuous plus past simple, like mm. these sort of, mm-hmm. um, like, like formulas, like grammar right. math formulas. Okay. <laughs> yep. You know, and then only use it like that because that's honestly how native speakers use it. It's a, right. it's a very specific sort of situation we use while. And telling personal stories, right? It's perfect yeah. for that. Yeah, so speaking part one and two for sure. While I while I was in my home country, I n- never spoke en- English or something. Right, right, <laughs> right. Exactly. Okay, so that one is better for the speaking test, and the other ones that we mentioned before are better for the writing tasks. Exactly. Yeah. So that during period of time mm-hmm. and 
from, to, between, and. So you need, mm. you need, need, need these time prepositions for writing task one, change over time. Oh, pop, <laughs> pop quiz, pop quiz, Lizzie. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, let's do it. What is change over time? Ooh, good question. <laughs> I'll need to take the course. <laughs> Yeah, if good question. you also don't know, please take... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. So it looks like on the exam, there's a certain kind of question that we answer where we have to kind of document the way things have moved over a period of time, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, is it, what does it look like? What does it look like? It sounds like... It looks like a graph, doesn't it? Don't we use yeah. graphs? Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be a line chart usually. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's a bar graph, but sometimes a table, very rarely Mm. a bar graph or a table to show you this kind of information. But usually it's a line graph. So it'll have one to four lines that show you how numbers like population or um, amounts or percentages, how Mm. these numbers change over a period of time. So usually it's years, like 2000 to 2015, um, how the population of one village grew or something. or it could be like days of the week, right? Oh, okay. Like the mm-hmm. um, like the percentage of students that attend class <laughs> from Monday to Friday, like that right. decreases, <laughs> right? Right, it drops from Wednesday to Friday. I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> so any sort of time, or even ages, mm-hmm. um, you know, like mm-hmm. the percentage of of people who uh, go to live music from age twenty okay. to fifty, like that also decreases. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Nobody knows the IELTS exam better than Jessica Beck, and she has prepared a free video training for you with a series of three free videos to show you exactly how to get a seven or higher on your next IELTS exam. And you can get video one now if you go to allearsenglish.com slash training. That's allearsenglish.com slash T-R-A-I-N-I-N-G. So what can we do to practice this, Jessica? Should we pull out the newspaper and try to find these graphs ourselves and then write down these prepositions and try to use them as much as we can? Totally. Yeah. Um, I would, I would start by, by looking for examples. So newspapers for sure. Look mm. at, look at a newspaper and look for any sort of, um, graphs or tables or charts, especially in the business or finance sections. They're oh, yeah. always going to be talking about numbers. So, right. Read as many articles in those types of um, uh, sections of the newspaper as you can so you see these examples. And when you see sentences that you think like, wow, this would get a nine on the IELTS, <laughs> like, <laughs> right. copy it in your notebook, write Ooh. it down. It's only going to help you get better. I right? like that. But, yeah. Um, using good examples. And then, of course, you need to practice it yourself. So you can find graphs online. You could find graphs in newspapers or, you know, IELTS practice test books, like, you know, in the library. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, practice writing about it. Mm-hmm. Totally. 
Or even something like watching CNN, even though it can be very intense and it's sometimes it's a waste of time. But, (laughs) you know, especially when they start to talk about the economy, you get these guys like, you know, kind Mm -hmm. of what is it? Squawk box, I think is what they call it, where they're talking about stocks. It's just this crazy thing that they have this feature show. I don't watch it, but sometimes it's on TV when I go home because my mom is really into investing. Yeah, it's always on like a coffee shop they have near my house. That's the only place I see CNN now is in this coffee shop. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But any kind of news station where they're, they are analyzing stocks or the economy, they would be using those uh, expressions also, those chunks. Totally. Yeah. And yeah. that would be great for listening practice also for the test. Because yeah. um, what if, you know, in, spe- in sorry, listening section four, um, it'll be like a, a single speaker talking for a long time about something that is maybe difficult and boring. So right. it's good practice <laughs> to good listen point. to difficult, maybe boring things yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> like the news or go <laughs> online and watch some some BBC news as well um, mm-hmm. with that British accent where it can, they can be talking about boring topics, but it's really good practice. Mm, yeah. Maybe we'll have to compile a list of specific newspapers or resources where they could, where our listeners could find this change over time, kind of these graphs or these, yeah. these displays, these images. Yeah. 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 We should also check out uh, NPR.org because they would have a lot of is it .org or .com uh, I think it's .org okay probably right. yeah mm-hmm. um, but anyways check out NPR guys um, they're gonna have lots of interesting and they are interesting um, like finance podcasts there's one called Planet Money cool that is super interesting I love it yeah um, and it sounds like it should be boring it's an economics podcast <laughs> no no that's a good um, one I've heard about that <laughs> it's super cool it's super cool so check out Planet Money guys good listening practice but also they're gonna be using this number vocabulary and grammar mm-hmm, that you need for mm-hmm, the writing test. Mm-hmm. So some of this is about starting to learn again these ch- it's kind of like chunks even though it is grammar at the same time we can get used to these chunks even with mm-hmm. prepositions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I definitely think of it as chunks. Definitely. You can't memorize it by itself, right? right. Memorizing it in like a lexical chunk or even like a whole sentence to mm-hmm. help you remember how to use these things correctly. Yeah. Cool. So you don't have to be bored even when you practice change over time talking about the economy. That is great news, Jessica. <laughs> Trying our hardest to make, make task one interesting for you guys. <laughs> well, thank you for that. We appreciate it. <laughs> My pleasure. My pleasure. Okay. All right. Cool. So check out Planet Money, guys. And if there's an episode you really like, send us an email. You could recommend it to other students. Yeah. Let us know if you guys have found some cool resources that we don't know about and we will talk about them on the show. Thanks, guys. Thanks for hanging out today, Jessica. Thanks, Lindsay. Have a good day. Talk soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. 
products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.